You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Decent Show, episode 21, and we have a special one for you. Now, let me see here. Is it convenient? I've lost count here. Are we on episode 21, and we're covering movie number 21 in the Marvel Universe? Is that right, or am I off? That's right. You all went according to plan. Holy cow. The number 23, Jim Carrey, it all comes together. Um, (laughs) It's, yeah, anyway, it's a reference to uh, the movie, number 23. Uh, anyway, Ryan Money here on the mic uh, with Reagan Horton, and like I said, we're very excited to do this episode. We're actually going to have a lot of content coming your way, so all you loyal fans out there, all three of you, um, get ready. Uh, a lot of good episodes coming your way. It is spring break, so sun's out, guns out, um, tits out, lids out, I don't know, something. It's going down, so. Well said. I appreciate it. How's your spring break going? Uh, I mean, couldn't ask for anything else. I'm just, you know, doing a podcast with you, living the dream. That sounds sarcastic, but I know you mean that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, let's kind of dive into kind of like what we've been up to lately, just kind of any updates. I kind of have a variety of like random things I want to say before we get into uh, the nitty gritty of Captain Marvel. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, we're going to do a video game episode next. Um, and yep. I, I, that sort of filters in a lot of the thoughts I have. Um, downloaded modern warfare remastered uh it's like the free playstation game this month um, same same it's I can we play that of, i yeah I've, I've played it i definitely have some opinions on it can we play it though yeah we can play it we can play it together oh yeah we can only play multiplayer right oh yeah yeah that's all they have okay can you play uh, the campaign like solo yeah you have to play the campaign solo no i'm saying but you can though right it's on there yeah yeah it's there Okay, because that one was one of the games I remember that actually had a really good campaign, if I remember correctly, and I never got to play it. Yeah, I've heard it's really awesome, and I, I mean, I love the second one's campaign. Like, I I actually played that entire one before I even knew there was a multiplayer, because I just, I don't know, I, I didn't even care about multiplayer gaming back then. I did the same, because I don't even think I had Xbox Live when that game first came out, so I played mm-hmm. the campaign and loved it, and then I finally got Xbox Live and loved the multiplayer as well. I'm Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, it's the best Call of Duty to me. It's, I don't know, it's, I'm a little underwhelmed, to be honest with you. There's not a whole lot of weapon selection. There's not as much customization as there, like, is in modern and, uh, just even in some of the older Call of Duties, it's a little, like, dated in that regard, but, I mean. Well, I was gonna say, it is the fourth, like, it is, like, the fourth Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, everything that was great about the first one because i remember everyone loved the first one and the the second one basically just built on that they just added mm-hmm. all the stuff that they didn't have in the first one yeah and to me that made it significantly better but yeah i don't know i i don't have a ton of thoughts on it i'm going to try to play it a lot uh, maybe even beat the campaign um before that's definitely do, what i'm doing before we do the episode i'm definitely i'm jumping the multiplayer sorry um yeah i don't know that's just pretty much what i've been up to i've been playing also been playing some Switch. Um, for those of you who don't know, I I've had a Switch for a while now, and Gambizi just he just got one, and um, we want to have him on and do like a Switch episode at some point. And I feel like we're gonna, me and him are gonna differ greatly on our opinions on it. Yeah. Um, so 
So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that little. The uh, Switch little... is basically my Suicide Squad. Ooh, no, that's a that hot take. That's a hot take, right? Okay, all right. That's just not a hot bad. take. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say that's a pretty hot take. That might be the hottest take we've had since the last hot take we've had. Yes, because it's the first hot take we've had. Nice, nice reference. Thanks. Uh, so, what, what you been up to? What you got? What you got to say? What little little news items you got to bring to the table? Uh, well, my mom visited me the last uh, three days, so that was like pretty lit. Everything was cool, uh, but now I'm definitely like gonna jerk off tonight, so that was cool. And um, and then um, we, me and her, saw Captain Marvel, and uh, you know that was that was nice. Uh, the reason I bring that up though is because. When we went to see Captain Marvel, I'm sure you saw the same trailer. Did you see the new Spider-Man Homecoming trailer before Suicide Squad? I'm sorry, what? Before Suicide Squad? The Spider-Man trailer for Far From Home. I said Homecoming, but I meant Spider-Man Far From Home's trailer. Oh, no, I did not. I, I got there intentionally late so that if they put an Avengers trailer, I wouldn't have to watch it. Dude, you were ridiculous. What the f- <laughs> What? Okay, well... Can I tell you about the Spider-Man trailer? Yeah, lay it on me. Okay. Nick Fury was all up in that trailer. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. So now, like, does that mean that Spider-Man Far From Home for sure takes place after Endgame? Or does that mean it for sure takes place before Endgame somehow? Because Nick Fury's all up in that bitch. No one knows, man. No one knows. Is there really that many predictions that it takes place before in-game somehow? Yeah, I mean... Like, where yeah. would that even fit in? Where would that fit in the timeline? Uh, a lot of people say that it could happen right before Infinity War. Um, that, like, Peter's on a school bus, uh, basically, back from the back from back the trip. Back from the trip. Yeah, I mean, um, it, is, it is overseas, but, I mean, like, you got to imagine they probably... I mean, I don't know, like, I've yeah. never been on that kind of a school trip, but, you know, he's he's doing, like, that speech or debate or whatever he does, and, like, uh, I don't know, they're probably, like, they meet at the school, and then, like, this, you know, school bus maybe takes them to the airport or something like that, or, I don't know. There's no, a theory about that that's, like, it could happen, and uh, the main thing that's the issue is that, like, uh, they show, like, his passport on it, and they edit out the dates on it like what the what the date is today and like when it expires and all this other stuff so like we don't know you know wow of course they paid that much attention to the detail yeah and they specific i think they specifically meant to do that too because they it's not like a long it's not like they sit on it for five minutes but they do show his like passport like if you watch the trailer again it'd be like yeah they really just like showed it for like no reason you know it didn't really make any sense why they would do that you know other than that Okay. Well, I'm still excited. Um, the other thing, too, is in that trailer, there was, like, a big water creature. Does Mysterio control multiple things? Well, I, or, again, is there, I, or is there multiple bad guys? There might be multiple bad guys. There, those all might be, like, just things that are uh, just visions or, or illusions that he's making. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, the other thing is I was listening to episode 20, and mm-hmm. and there's a few things that I 
wanted to clarify or update or make like there's a there's a few but now i of course can't remember right but i did remember one of them and it was like the most minor of ones and it was when we were talking about john wick 3 at one point i just yell out he's only one man that explains itself just in case it doesn't explain itself um, i'm a little annoyed at the fact that he's one guy like nobody shot him yet you know what i mean mm -hmm. like of all these people that have come after him nobody shot him and mm -hmm. killed him and killed him like it's ridiculous and then the other thing that i just remembered now luckily i don't know if i remember if i compared this on the sode but i had a hard time comparing john wick to other action movies and I had named a few, and I was okay with the few that I named, but one that really stuck out to me after the episode is the fact that it's almost like Taken. Like, Liam Neeson and Taken, whenever that movie came out, people didn't necessarily know what to expect because, I mean, people, obviously, Liam Neeson's a great actor. Like, he's, you know, like, people know Liam Neeson. He's played big roles, but they were like, hmm, this seems kind of like an offbeat movie from Liam Neeson. Like, let's, like, let's see what... Because it's not super rare that Liam Neeson plays an action hero, like a, a CIA action hero. Like, he's normally, like, you know, what, he's played Batman and Zeus and Star Wars and Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. And there's all these other movies, like, real artsy movies. Like, I wouldn't say action movies was necessarily ever his, like, go-to. Yeah. And kind of the same with Keanu Reeves. I mean, outside The Matrix, like, I don't know, Keanu Reeves is kind of weird in an action movie where he's like a total badass but both movies both taken one and john wick one were so surprisingly great and such great movies and they were and they were so surprisingly great that they had to make two more and i just don't think it's necessary like especially on taken like taken two and three like give me a break like they should have just left it mm -hmm. and taken one um john wick i mean i can understand it a little bit more but at the same time like the first one was so good like keep by keep doing it you're really to me just hurting it in the long run maybe in terms of legacy i don't know i just i didn't like mm -hmm. i don't, I don't like i don't like it i don't know i mean it's all about that money dude oh i know i mean you got to make money if you have a decent plot a likable character something that people can get behind yeah why would you not make money but like I, it doesn't mean i have to like it like yeah. I, I don't i don't like taking two and three and i don't like the idea of john wick two and three but i still need to rewatch two and then go see three but that was just a, a comparison that i wanted to make that i totally couldn't remember last time mm -hmm. um real quick before we get off i want to get your take on this um because I, I don't think we talked about it last time but after far from home they don't have any more movies announced for marvel what yeah why um people i mean no one knows it's like are you taking a break are you like rebooting is are you just like holding out just to i don't know mm. add to some of the drama or some of the yep. tension you know well that's my guess is they don't want to tell you okay how about this hot take i'm probably wrong because i'm normally wrong about this stuff but hot take yeah Far From Home mm -hmm. takes place before Infinity Wars, mm -hmm. and that's why they don't have a problem telling you about that movie. Mm -hmm. And then after Endgame, you know, obviously Infinity Wars is so epic, we don't know what's going to happen, so they want you to see Endgame to see, obviously, you know, how the story concludes with Thanos, and that they probably have the other movies. 
I don't know, maybe planned or even in development, or maybe they're even shooting them, but they're somehow doing like such a good job keeping it on the hush. Mm-hmm. That way, once you see Endgame, then they can tell you about the next movies because they don't want to be like, yo, yeah, we're going to make Black Panther 2, we're going to make Black Widow, we're going to, you know, make all these movies, and everyone's like, oh, okay, so Endgame, everything ends up all right. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like they just don't, we're going to make Captain Marvel 2, we're going to, you know, I feel like they just don't want to blow their wad. What is that? What is that? What is what? All that noise. I just moved over. That's so dramatic. What are you sitting on, a beanbag chair? No, like just the couch. It's like, what what fucking couch is this guy sitting on? He's off the couch? He's off the couch. But uh, anyway, I don't know. That's my guess. I don't know if you agree with that or if you have a better theory. No, that's probably right. I mean, I don't think they're going to stop. I mean, why would they? They're making good movies and they're making money. Like, why would you? Like, what was the point of stopping? Oh, Um, yeah. Because you usually stop because of one of those two things. And, um, I mean, they're, like, everyone knows they're, you know, they've already signed, you know, they've already said, you know, we're doing Black Panther 2 and we're going to get the director to do it. There's just no release date on it and there's no, like, plan for when it comes out. You know, that's, that's what I mean. Like, there's no dates for any movies. You know, usually there's dates for movies because they take a while to make and all the special effects and everything and, you know, you're probably going to have one maybe not or you're not gonna have one another one after far from home but you're probably gonna have one in march or maybe even february of next year you know so yeah that's why it's a little weird but i i personally think that they do have like their comic-con and their like d23 and everything and they're gonna announce all that um yeah so they'll do that and then you know they'll probably announce all the new movies yeah they could be playing this one pretty close to the chest Uh, yeah, nice. Um, and then that actually sort of leads into like just a minor thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, they're doing uh, on the Disney Plus service that's supposed to come out later this year. Um, oh, it's later this year. Yeah, it's coming out in, 19, in 2019. I just don't know when. Uh, you getting it? Yeah, I'm probably getting it. Okay, I'm thinking about it. They're, I mean, they're gonna have that new Star Wars show. They're gonna have all these new Marvel shows. Um, oh, that's why everything on Marvel's Netflix got canceled because they're just gonna put it on their streaming yeah. service. Okay, yeah. duh. And then uh, they're gonna have all of the Disney movies, like all of the like <coughs> classics and all that stuff. You know, like the original Aladdin, Lion King, and all that. They're gonna have all that, and then they're gonna have um, they're gonna have like animated like Marvel shows that are basically just gonna be like random like really weird things you know like well, what if like they're calling it the what ifs like basically like just the weird ass plots like where um the like the punisher gets like the war machine suit or whatever you know what i mean like just weird Yo, stuff. i'm gonna i'm you got me hyped dude i'm definitely gonna get all of that <laughs> i was just i was gonna say like what what is your take on that like does that does that add to the hype i guess of this this streaming service if all of that is legitimate, you've sold me on it because, like, I don't know, I've been kind of dying to, like, I don't know, eat, get more Star Wars stuff, get more superhero stuff. And, like, I kind of like animes, like, a mm-hmm. little bit. If it's, like, if it's something I can get behind in regards to, like, the story, the character, like, is there enough action? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've always wanted to get into the animated superhero shows because I feel like it's kind of a, a soft transition for me, like, when Gina's trying to get back into men. Um, yeah, four-year-old virgin. Yeah, nice. 
Um, Did you I feel like Steve it's <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. I think like superhero animated shows are like my Steve Carell of like anime and and just getting more superhero content and then yeah, getting some of those other storylines and then I like Spider Verse so much that like mm-hmm. I really want to have more stuff like that and I've been meaning to watch some of the animated shows that are already on Netflix but they're kind of few and far between a lot of them only have like one season and a lot of them are kind of dated at this point so I definitely wouldn't mind getting some fresh stuff or getting the stuff that Disney feels is the best and they put it on their service and I love Star Wars and I've always wanted to watch animated Star Wars shows and I just never have so Mm -hmm. hopefully that's another opportunity for me to yeah, I guess get more stuff. Like, I definitely would love to watch animated Star Wars and superheroes and then watch all the other stuff they come out with if it's, like, non-animated shows or movies. I don't know if I'll get into the Marvel superhero shows just because I didn't get into them on Netflix, and I, I've seen people mm-hmm. watch them, and it just didn't didn't interest me. Uh, but some of the movies and the animated stuff I'll probably definitely get into. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Like, I think you've sold me on it. I'll probably, like check it out see what you think of it when it comes out and then mm. kind of go from there and if it's like even half worth it i'll probably get it yeah i i think i'm i i think i'm officially definitely getting it it's just a matter of you know am i going to keep it you know am i going to am i going to have that in netflix at the same time or maybe even just that if i get tired of netflix and there's enough stuff there but i'm definitely going to get it just because they're probably going to have a free trial anyway and i'm going to watch the crap out of all that all the stuff i really want to and then we'll see like next month we're coming out with this and this and then i'll be like well i guess i'm in you know i'm in now because you know they keep coming out with good stuff well what is it that you're specifically dying to see um i really what am i dying to see or i I mean yeah what's on there that you like really want to see i mean to me it's like i want to see those animated things because i do like the animated uh, superhero movies like the they just make like random ones that are like an hour and a half long and i think those are like perfect like those are so they, they give you that like they give you the freedom to do whatever the hell you want and then you just do it and like that's that's awesome and uh you don't question you know you don't question as much when it's animated we've been through that when we spider verse obviously but like yeah you just you don't have as many problems with plot and stuff like that so it's usually it turns out to be you know pretty high quality awesome. and then i'm yeah i'm dying to see star wars i think doing it after like the the race of the Boba Fett's people like it's a super awesome idea and I want to see where that goes and I liked the I actually liked The Last Jedi and the director of that is doing his own thing on there and I'm excited to see that Star Wars Fuel Show? Yeah Star Wars Show A Fuel Show? Yeah Fueled yeah dude (laughs) and then uh, yeah Jackass and yeah you know just all that like literally all that stuff all the Marvel and all the Star Wars stuff I'm super stoked for if they have like other stuff that's I guess closer to Disney like maybe I'll check that out too maybe you know I can watch some of these random movies on there that I never saw that I was kind of mildly interested in like Wreck-It Ralph 2 and I don't know like other Disney and Pixar movies I missed or whatever haven't seen them forever and then you know just like that that seems like a good value to me Hell yeah! All right, so what else, what else do you guys what else do you have to say? Uh, oh well, God, if you're gonna put it like that, um, the last thing I had was the Suicide Squad update that happened like maybe an hour ago. Okay. Uh, so I was over at the neighbor super quickly because I had to uh, pay back some money that I owed them and. Um, I don't know, they said something, and I was like, yeah, like, I'm just kind of popping in, like, I'm not really going to stay, I'm going to go over 
you know, back to my place uh, because, uh, you know, me and my friend going to, you know, record our, an episode of our podcast. And uh, one of them, like, already kind of knew that I did this. The other one was like, what? Like, you record a podcast? And I was like, yeah, you know, me and a friend do it. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. I was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, we do it. Yeah. Um, you know, basically trying to make sure that, you know, they don't go listen to it. And, um, well, I mean, I guess I could, they could, I don't care. They could listen to it. I don't, I doubt they will. I didn't tell them the name of it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so we started talking about that and he goes, you know, what do you guys talk about? And you know, I told him we kind of just really basically do whatever we feel like talking about. Most of it relates to pop culture, you know, movies, games, music, that kind of stuff. And he goes, oh man, I like, that's so great. And, um, we started talking about movies, started talking about Captain Marvel and some of the stuff surrounding Captain Marvel that we're about to get into. And then somehow we got on the topic of how I was on Between Two Plants at work and I was asked what my best and worst movie was because me and him had been talking about movies at like five minutes at this point. So he was like, yeah, definitely. What are your best and worst movies? And I was like, yeah, exactly. I had a hard time answering this. Mm -hmm. But like basically I put, you know, my best would have to be between like, you know, The Godfather and Goodfellas. And he was like, yes, bro. Like, I was wondering what you thought of those movies. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, they're like they're the tits. And um, he was like, okay, so what's your worst movie? And I was like, well, that's what I explained to the guy on the, the plant show, that I have a really hard time, like, picking, like, what's, you know, the worst movie yeah. because I try to avoid bad movies. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, so this might not be a popular opinion with you, but, you know, I told him, and I pretty much stand by this, that the worst movie to me is Suicide Squad. And, like, I was expecting, like, a bombshell to go off. Like, he was going to be like, what? Because he, like, was kind of blown away that I just didn't absolutely go balls deep on Captain Marvel. So I was expecting him to, like, freak out. And he goes, which one's that one? Is that that Batman movie? I was like, nah, man. Like, it's got Batman in it for, like, five seconds, but it's not a Batman movie. And he's like, they had Will Smith in a Batman movie? And I was like, no, man. Like, Will Smith was just in the movie. Batman was in the movie for, like, five seconds. Like, he didn't get it at all. And his girlfriend, who's, like, the one I worked with, is like, yeah, we saw it at the drive-in. Like, it was, you know, the one with Harley Quinn. She's all hot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess I remember that. So he, like, wasn't about it at all. But sure enough, their other friend that was there, she was like, oh, my God, I love Suicide Squad. And I was like, yep, there you go. And like, that's what I told him. I was like, it's not a popular opinion. Like a lot of people still seem to like it. And I was like, I absolutely hate it. She goes, yeah, I love it. And I was like, yeah, I know. I, I heard you. Like, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and I looked at him. I was like, see, I told you, like, it's, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that hates it and other people are okay with it or love it or whatever. And he goes, yeah, man, that's crazy. He's like, why do you have to hate stuff? And I was like, well, just make a better movie. And he's like, yeah, you know, and but it's just crazy, like, it was just that quick, dude. Like, she was so passionate about it. Like, if I didn't just, like, agree with her, like, I just agreed with her so that we wouldn't argue so that I could leave. Yeah. But, like, she aggressively told me two or three times that she loved that movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, I don't. I don't love that movie. And uh, I had to get the hell out of there. But, yeah, you that's should ask just... her why, dude. I know you really didn't want to hear the answer, but I just, I'm dying to hear the answer of why you absolutely loved it. Like, this... Well, she sort of explained it. I, again, I didn't really let her finish or care to let her finish. I don't know. She basically said, like, dope soundtrack. And I was like, yeah, not part of the movie. Like, it's just the music. Like, the movie didn't make the music. Other people did. Um, 
So that's a stupid point. But anyway, it's true, though. I mean, the mu- I like the album. I like the album more than the movie, and that's not good. I, I do, too. And I don't hate the movie as much as you do. or even I don't hate the movie at all, actually. But I, I actually really How love can you soundtrack. not hate the movie? We've had an episode over it, dude. You gotta let it go. I will never let it go. I, didn't, I don't remember you saying you didn't hate it. I did, dude. I specifically said that. I'm gonna have to go check the tape. Anyway... <laughs> Um. Yeah, she said dope soundtrack. She loved Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn was hot, and he looks at me and goes, "Well, you gotta love Harley Quinn." When I was like, "Yeah, Margot Robbie's the only reason why that movie's watchable." Like, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. And like, that was really her only points. I don't remember anything else. So yeah, that's just kind of another another fun Suicide Squad update. Uh, it's gonna become a regular staple here on Dude, the decent show. Yeah, it'll be your life's journey. Is it just tell people you don't like that movie? <laughs> I know just... it's exhausting too because it like it's not that great. Like it shouldn't be that big a deal that I don't like this movie. That's <laughs> uh, pretty incredible, man. Um, but luckily, he was nice enough to admit they're the kind of people that they just go to the movie and they pretty much like any movie that they mm-hmm. see. And I was like, you know what? I wish I could be like that. Like, that's cool, man. Like, I'm glad you like every movie you see. That's You're paying to go. So yeah. it's ideal that you enjoy it. I wish I could. but You probably wouldn't have a podcast if that was true, though. Oh, yeah, definitely not. If I was just on here like, oh, man, this movie was great. We'd have a really quick episode. It's like, what would you think of it? Oh, it was great. It was great. I don't yeah. know why, but it was great. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. So speaking of reviewing movies and movies that are great or whatever, uh, today's episode we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel. Um, actually, you know what? One more thing before we get into that. Uh, just wanted to throw this out there and see how it suits you. Um, apparently, like all the reviews and all the people that have seen Shazam are saying it's like a 10 it's like the best movie ever like it's the best movie in the dcu and it's like it's incredible like it's just a great movie like fantastic oh yeah and i debated on telling you this because i know how you are with movies and you go into like every movie just as hyped as possible and like and or i mean like more like higher hopes than you maybe should or whatever and then you kind of walk out disappointed no matter what happens but then i was like yeah, he's got to know just... He's got to know. He's got to go for the body, ma. He's got to go for the body, ma. So what? Like, what do you think about that? Um. Well, I, I think I need to see this list of reviewers because if it's a bunch of people I work with that just like somehow saw the movie, then I'm not buying into it. Um. I don't know, man. Like, it's been like press screening, basically. It's been who? press screen like the press has watched it like a pre like a pre-screening and they all think it's great all think it's phenomenal i don't know man i just got to assume that they've been paid off by dc to say these things uh there's gotta be a reason um again i I really just don't want to buy into it just because i don't want to get my hopes up i'm going to go into that movie assuming i'm going to hate it and (laughs) we're just going to go from there and, um, but I am glad to hear that because I want it to be good. And I saw a trailer for it, uh, whenever I was seeing Captain Marvel and it was pretty much the same trailer. There might've been a thing or two about it that was different, um, that I hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. So it, it really does look good. It looks fun. Like I am excited to see it, but, um, to say that it's a 10 out of 10 and it's like way up there. I mean, I'm definitely not buying into that. 
Um, you buy us the best movie in the DC movie. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, all the other movies suck, so it's not like that hard to, you know, do that. Like, you know, we could put a turd on a dress and it's better than Suicide Squad. Like, turd on a dress, not a turd in a dress. Yeah, that's what I meant. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, um, so we're kind of like <laughs> what not. What do you think? Of, what do you think I mean, of that? I don't know, dude. I mean, whatever. At this point, like, whatever. It, I mean. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you remember a long time ago that when Batman vs Superman came out, I I tried not to follow anything on it because I was excited for it. But you know, <coughs> Jordan is my brother, so he did tell me like, and people gave it like a standing ovation whenever it was shown. Like it was like people loved it or whatever. And then it didn't, you know. It sucked. Yeah. Then it came out basically, and then you know that happened. So if if people if if it was in any kind of news or media. That Batman vs Superman got a standing ovation. Then I definitely don't buy into anything they're saying about Shazam. I will not believe it till I see it. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things. It's like, oh, you said I'm, it. I almost did. No, I saw you myself. Did drink. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm glad like people like it, or there's a word that people like it. That's better than people hating it. So, in that yeah. regard, I have like five percent more hope that this movie's gonna be awesome. You know, I'm not. It's not like I went from zero to ten or whatever. Like I still, I, I thought it looked kind of good. Then the second trailer came out, and then I thought it looked good. Now I hear this, and I'm like, okay, like I'm feeling more confident in this movie. But I'm still, <coughs> I'm not just, you know, I'm not all in on it, you know. And I well, won't be until I see it. Definitely. Um, yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. All right. So now for the review, the main topic. Uh, no spoiler. We'll just talk like briefly about just our general impressions. No spoiler. On it. Just, just for a minute, just you know, general impressions. Okay, um, can you go first so I get a feel for what you mean by general impressions? Um, well, I mean, I'm just trying like to have a part of the show where like we don't you know, spoil every part of this movie and like people accidentally get us like the three people that listen to this get it like accidentally spoiled for them. But basically, okay. like uh, to me, like I saw this movie twice. The first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like I would have definitely given it a straight up decent. Um, the first time I saw it just because I was so in the middle about it I didn't I knew I didn't love anything in the movie and I knew I didn't hate anything but there was so much you know I was like somewhere between 1 and 10 doesn't help me and you know then I thought about it more and then I saw it the second time and I thought about it since then and I've sort of uh, you know I've come across that there are there are things that I like in this movie there's a pretty good amount of things that I like in this movie there are some things that I do not like in this movie for sure um, it makes it does things that Marvel usually does well, but they, they do it kind of bad in this movie. Um, some of the humor, specifically. But then at the same time, they do things that Marvel doesn't usually do that well, like, really well. Like, the story, to me. The story, to me, is, like, the highlight. And, um, I don't know, like, we should probably at one, some point talk about the controversy or whatever, but, like, to me, like, the, the actress playing Captain Marvel, like, she's fine. Like, she does the job like I don't see any problem with her acting at all like honestly it just seems good to me like there some of the lines maybe aren't that good but to me all of the delivery and everything there seems fine and I think the character is interesting and the way she sort of gets her powers the way things develop and the, even the twist they have in the movie is a twist that we've seen like a thousand times but the way it's done makes you 
I don't know, makes you kind of step back and go, okay, I really don't know what's going to happen next now. Um, I don't know. Really? That's just my general impression. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll get, we'll get more into that in a minute because I'm sure you have much to say on that. Yeah, you're going to have to elaborate on most of that just because I feel like I'm on the opposite side of it. And I don't, I don't, and I feel like this is two episodes in a row where I've said that I don't, I don't want to be on the opposite side of you necessarily. But, um, so my thoughts on the movie were, um, I had, I guess I still don't, I, you're going to, I know you're going to elaborate on it. So yeah, I don't really know what you mean by the controversy of the movie. And mm-hmm. then, um, I had heard something previously about, you know, Brie Larson, uh, the chick playing Captain Marvel being, not good at acting in this movie um i didn't necessarily agree with that i thought she was a little weird in scenes but i think it was the character they're trying to get her to portray i don't think it was her acting skills specifically Mm. i thought she was super hot honestly um I, i i liked her in the role and then um having the cast that they had uh was nice like you know jude law um ben mendelson who the guy from Dark Knight Rises and Rogue One. What did he play? He played the the head of the scrolls, the like, and also Sam Jackson's boss, and he wore like the he sort he sort of speaks with a lisp. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, okay. Um, and then I I don't know. I thought the story was was pretty good. Um, I, I liked how they, you know, they kind of made it work in the timeline. You know, I don't think everything was perfect about it, but considering how many movies they've made, they try to throw something kind of in the middle in the, yeah, kind of in the middle of the timeline there was pretty sweet. Um, and I think my mom brought up this point, which it's a decent point. I don't know. I, I I'm sure it's kind of easy to explain, but basically like, if you want to get super technical, Captain Marvel is the first Avenger, well, based on what this movie said, but in reality, Captain America was the first Avenger because that was literally what the movie was called. Mm-hmm. But I guess Avengers weren't a thing when Captain America was first created uh, because, you know, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't create the Avengers till after the Captain Marvel thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That was kind of interesting. Not really, but I mean, it was just kind of a, a point, I guess. And then I, I thought it was really fun. You know, it, it's kind of cool, you know, seeing Sam Jackson actually getting to take a bigger role with Nick Fury, you know, mm-hmm. kind of getting to do that. And, you know, the fact that they brought back Coulson was nice. Um, yeah. So those two guys were good. I mean, it was kind of weird seeing Sam Jackson look so young, especially when he still run like he was 80 years old. Like, he literally ran like he was about to die, but he looked like he was Sam Jackson from the 90s, if that yeah. makes So that was a little weird. Uh, to me, the middle was a little slow. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's just because, like, I was able to predict most of what was happening in the story. Like, I, I, I don't know if I did it as quick as the average viewer did, but, like... I don't think anything surprised me. I think I predicted everything that was going to happen. Really? Uh, yeah. Unless you can tell me something in a minute that I might have missed, but like. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue or doubt that you expected it, but I'm gonna be really impressed if you saw the third act like twist coming. Like, I'm gonna be very impressed. I think that depends on what that twist is, but I think maybe everything besides that twist, I was kind of like, oh yeah, this is gonna happen. This is Mm -hmm. gonna happen. Yeah, like okay. 
Like, um, and yeah, okay, I guess we'll get into that in a second just because of spoilers. But overall, like, I thought it was a decent movie. Um, I would say, I mean, really the whole time I've been saying to describe this movie was good, not great. Mm -hmm. I don't know if my opinion will change of that after I see it a second time. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because you said you saw it a second time and that made a difference for you. And I think me seeing Ant-Man 2 made a difference for me when I saw it a second time. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I think that's kind of skewing my opinion on this movie is the fact that, you know, I watched Infinity Wars the night before. So I could get my mom caught up because she hadn't seen Infinity Wars yet. So, like, I had to catch her up. I wanted her to see it. She wanted to see it. So, like, we watched it. And just after seeing that movie, like, it got me so jacked for Captain Marvel. And obviously that movie is so great that, like... Captain Marvel just had like a tough uphill battle to impress me. And they're tied and, together too, because you know she's teased at the end of that movie. Exactly. That's the other reason why it got me so hyped because I was like, this is the post credit scene, like this sets up Captain Marvel sorta, and then we're about to see this movie tomorrow. And like, you know, it just it couldn't it couldn't have done it, so it's not fair to the movie, but I still think overall I, I didn't think it was it didn't blow me away. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was just good. Okay. Alright, so spoilers. Okay. Um, what I was saying was like the twist where they the the scrolls end up being like the good people basically. Oh yeah, yeah, saw that all the way. Yep. And all the other people are evil, and then like the fact that they don't like double cross them basically. The fact that the scroll don't double cross them. Like yeah, that's what kept me on my toes was that like not that necessarily because I I kind of suspected even though I kind of went back and forth on it like I thought the movie did it sort of in a good way where like uh can't remember the name he has a weird ass name but the the mentor of captain marvel like her friend basically who you know put her his blood and her to revive her or whatever and you know like was there to take the engine you know what i'm talking about like they, yeah Ju- oh my bad <laughs> i couldn't remember that character's name but yeah no that's the actor's name yeah i know i know i just couldn't remember but anyway like he like he, I always suspected he was bad, but the movie kind of toyed with it enough to where I didn't really know if he was gonna turn bad or not. Like, but I, I, I always suspected it. So whenever it did happen, it didn't surprise me. So like that part wasn't surprising to me, but it was surprising that they made the like alien race that looks like really messed up and like you know just classic aliens, like the good guys basically. That's what surprised me that they were in fact the good ones, and then that they didn't double cross her and like that like he was actually getting his family on that thing and that you know on the spaceship in the sky basically and that the woman had been like keeping them there and safe basically you know what i mean yeah i think the only reason why i wasn't surprised by that is because like literally i think it's like the scene where they're in they're in the the government security building trying to get access or whatever and those you know the government people that are already at the building basically lock them up you know they lock up sam jackson and brie larson and they end up getting out with the piece of tape and all that you know Mm -hmm. so whenever they get out and they're going through the records and shortly after that i can't remember the sequence of events but at some point brie larson or captain marvel she's on the phone with jude law like whenever they're talking on the phone he says something about like do this and we can do it together or something like that. And she just goes, okay. And like literally the way he said that line, the second he said it, I looked at my mom, I was like, Jude Law's a bad guy. Like they're the bad guys. Uh And the other thing, and the other reason why I wasn't surprised by the, the, uh, the aliens being the good guys is because the whole point of the movie before that 
is Jude Law and all them trying to basically kill the alien people and saying that they're savages and they're bad people. So the second he said, it's the second I found out Jude Law was the bad guy, I was like, okay, that must mean like the alien people are good guys, they're just misrepresented kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, that was exactly the case. So if they would have like twisted it to where both people like fucked up Captain Marvel, like she did get double crossed, then I would have been surprised. But like, I don't know. Like I just think. The second they had that phone call, I literally looked at my mom. I was like, Jude Law's a bad guy. And with Jude, with Jude Law being the bad guy, that means the previous bad guys, which would be the aliens, now have to be the good guys. Huh. Because they've been framed as the bad guys this whole time. And now that we find out who the real bad guy is, that means the other people are not the bad guys. Okay. See, I, I guess I didn't. Because then whenever they got to the ship and he makes like that call, like that weird-ass sound or whatever, I was like, oh, here we go. He's going to... Now that he's got, like, the Tesseract, like, he's going to call out all of these soldiers, and they're going to just try to kill her, basically. So, like, yeah. I, I was still yeah. in on them double-crossing. I guess I just suspected she was fighting everyone in this movie. I guess that's why that, like, that twist sort of worked for me. Or, I guess, was more believable, or I don't know. But, yeah. I know, I was confused at that part. When that part happened, I was like, oh, like, wait, what's going on? Like, who's like who's going to get screwed by who here? So, I mean, yeah. I guess you're right. I was... I was I was a little confused at that part, but, like, before and after that, I was like, ah, like, okay. I don't know. But I think, like, what helped me whenever I saw the movie a second time was basically, like, I went in expecting that movie to be more, like, Earth, I guess, you know, a more Captain America, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it was a little more, because, you know, I know they go to the Earth, I know it takes place in the 90s and Sam Jackson's in it, because I, I was sort of expecting a more of a, even though she's like super powerful and has all these, you know, weird powers, I thought she'd be, it'd be a little more earth-based, a little more grounded, I suppose. Yep. But it was a, it was a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy, actually. Like in terms Makes of just all the different races, and they're just name dropping all these, like you know, photon beams, and they have this weird technology, and we're on this alien planet when we start out, and there's like all this color and all this stuff going on, like. That's what threw me off at first. Like, that's where I was, like, really taking me a while to digest what was going on. Um, okay. And then, like, when I saw it the second time, I knew that, obviously. So I, like, had, like, the expectation, I guess, was different. And that helped me get into it more, basically. Um, okay. So, okay. like, I, I, that's what helped. I think you'll like it more the second time as well once you, like... I'm not saying you have to see it tomorrow, but I think when you... If you see it in, like, a couple of months or something, just if you're showing Gamble or whatever... I think you'll it'll be like a black or it'll be like an Ant Man or a Doctor Strange or something where you watch it a second time and you realize it's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, and like I said, I, I, again, a lot of people think I don't like it or I think it's a bad movie. I really did think it was a good movie. I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I was too hyped, I man. And then the other thing, it was based on what you just said. So yeah, they like they. I, I thought it was. I was a little confused when they like connected the Guardians universe because the second I saw that black guy, I was like, mm-hmm. "That's the guy from Guardians." Like, mm-hmm. what is he doing here? And then obviously Ronan shows up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, and that's what I want to ask you now that we're kind of in the spoilers. Like the notes I have. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I can't remember. I don't know if you'll remember either, but I swear in Guardians One, Ronan is like all about killing the Kree. But yeah. in this movie, him and the Kree are working together. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't. They've never explained it. It's never explained in any movie. I maybe it's actually explained in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just like a line or two. 
Um, like maybe someone's just like, yeah, Ronan used to work with us, but then he betrayed us and like pursued the Infinity Stone or something. Um, oh, okay. But honestly, Therapy. maybe maybe in this movie, that's all he wanted. He wanted to work with the Kree until he could find the Tesseract. And then yeah. once they found it, he's like, screw the Kree. That or maybe he's mad that the Kree failed, so now he hates them and wants to kill them so he can get the Tesseract all for his own. Kind of like a little bit of both. Like he's like pissed that they failed, so he's going to like kill them and succeed kind of thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. what I didn't understand. So I'm glad you kind of a- agree with me there to where you're like, we're not really sure what that's about because, yeah, like I swear the whole first Guardians of the Galaxy, he like hates the Kree and wants to kill the Kree. But the Kree aren't the people that John C. Riley in Guardians mm-hmm. 1, he's not the Kree, right? No, he's not. He's something else. I was just trying to think of what race that is. Like, they're the Nova, Nova no, Corps. Yeah, that's that's what I think they I think the race is called the Nova. So. Okay. Yeah. So like they're a different planet or whatever, different but like planet. there's something there where something went wrong or something. I I honestly think it's in like just one of the lines in Guardians of the Galaxy. We're just not remembering it, or maybe it's not explained. Or I don't know. But it's it's not explained in this movie at all, for sure. Because I was looking for that my second time. For the Kree explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I yeah I didn't get that um, either. I did like her origin story, though, the fact that she's human, and then mm-hmm. she, like, kind of basically tries to help her. <clears throat> you know, she has the amnesia, kind of helps her doctor friend, and mm-hmm. I, I did like all of that. I really did like her origin. Yeah. I'm, I'm normally not a fan of origin stories, but I really did like her origin. I thought her origin as a superhero was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was very interesting, like, because you just yeah. didn't... Because I don't you know anything know. about the character. No one knows really anything about the character, and... I think they even took some liberties from like the comic and stuff, but it's just like. Now, is is the comic a guy or a girl? It's both. They have multiple storylines where it's a guy Captain Marvel and a girl Captain Marvel. I mean, yeah, like I, I don't know if we said this in the episode or not, but like what I was saying earlier was basically that um, the, you know, like comics can be made by like a lot of people, so like there's yep. thousands and thousands and thousands, so like. Pretty much everyone has been a guy or a girl or black or white or whatever at this point, you know. Okay, that's so, and that's good. I like that. Yeah, it allows I, I you to have different cat. It allows you to have different casting. I mean, we can still have a Gambino Spider-Man or something, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what are some of your notes? Uh, I was gonna say you want to get into the stuff we didn't like now because I feel like we've been pretty positive so far. Do you want to? Because I, I got some stuff I definitely didn't like about the movie. Oh yeah, I want to hear that. Uh, Sam Jackson and the cat. I thought it was, like, cute at first, but it, like, really got annoying to me by, like, yep. the third time he makes all those weird... And honestly, I don't even know if... Maybe people really liked that, because, like, in real life when people do that, I, I have a very, like, <laughs> very short leash, pun intended, for, like, how much mm-hmm. I want to hear that. Like, I cannot stand when people are like that. Like, they just talk to their animal like it's one years old, and they... I don't know. It just it bothers me. Like, it makes my skin grow. And I Bro, you would, you would ha- you would hate me then. Why? Because that's how you talk uh, to all your animals. Not all animals, but I definitely do it to the animals I like, like the neighbor's dog. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm I'm all like I'm all baby talk to that dog. I'm like, oh little munchkin, we're gonna love you. Like I do all that crap. Oh man, I hate you. But yeah, I did oh. not care for that. <laughs> and um, yeah, the middle part is a little slow. I think that. I wish I could have more specific examples of it, but she has, like, some one-liners or some quips while she's fighting. 
some of them work and some of them don't. Like I, I liked the one where um I don't I don't remember, but she's like on the ground basically and like she's just like unlocked her power basically and she's you know someone's asking her like, you know, why or like you better like don't get up basically like don't get off the ground she's like okay like basically just like says it very sarcastically and then like blasts like horizontally like him across the room yeah <laughs> but like like there's some stuff where like it works and like some stuff it doesn't work um where like it just you know like her some of her lines are just I feel like the writing is bad slash maybe she's playing it like kind of wrong. But overall, I would say, like, the performance is good. It's just, like, some of those times I was like, ah, I wish you could have said something different, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it either because, like, uh, I'm probably being biased because, like, I do think she's attractive. I thought mm-hmm. that... Well, you've like, said her... that about men and women, you know? You've said in multiple episodes that if someone doesn't have an attractive face, you're not going to like them. <sighs> That's so true, bro. <laughs> um, so you're fair, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I would say that you know Bruce Banner, the you know the Hulk is arguably not attractive as an actor, but he fits that role very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's because he's a scientist. I don't know. Anyway, the God, where would oh, anyway like her face, her hair, like the suit, like the body, like she everything's great there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that some of her. Yeah, some of her lines are weird. I don't know if that's because they're trying to play her as, you know, half alien or, I mean, yeah. you know, half Cree, half, half, yeah, half Cree, half human. Because, like, at first, at the beginning of the movie, like, they definitely play her like she's an alien and she doesn't know what Earth is, mm-hmm. um, which I guess she technically doesn't because of the amnesia. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But then at the same time, like, by the middle of the movie, her and Sam Jackson and her and you know the black girl that she's friends with they're having very normal human conversation like it's nothing um and so and then some of the yeah some of the conversations she has with sam jackson and the the black girl to me like they're trying to put something there they're trying to Mm -hmm. like make me care and i was having a hard time caring about some of that and i think that's where i mean like it got slow like some of those parts were slow like i feel like it was very dialogue heavy considering considering how super she's supposed to be like we don't get to see how super she is till literally the last scene yeah like everything before not the last scene but everything up Mm -hmm. until the end of the movie was just her punching and kicking and talking like yeah um and then she really like brings it out at the end and it's like i mean i get that you have to build it up and you have to have a climactic ending mm-hmm. but can't get can, can give me something a little bit more like in the middle like the middle doesn't have to be slow like i, I don't get why that has to be a thing uh yeah. because it, yeah i just yeah the very beginning was all punching and kicking which i i guess is fine because the kree have that restriction on her and then the middle's like all talking and then the end we get to see how great she is so mm. i actually thought like when they go to that alien planet and like they're as a unit they're like using those weird alien weapons and stuff i thought that was actually pretty entertaining it's yeah just, that was fine yeah, yeah that was a good scene and then like yeah you're right like at the very when she gets her powers it's it's awesome but it's like at the very end like there's a huge gap in there where it's pretty much from when after that train scene um until you know until basically she gets captured yeah it's just a huge gap where they're like unraveling like the mystery of who she is and again it's like it's really interesting like the story like to just like how they do it basically like they don't give you because like i feel like i feel like if this movie was made like 10 years ago or something 
they would just start from like chronologically the beginning and like go through it and it would be kind of boring I guess because you'd be like well who cares I mean like this is just really boring watching her be like a little girl get off the ground and then you know watch her be a soldier and then eventually get her powers by the end of the movie but I like the way they sort of I guess Batman begins it where they you know cut back and forth and like she was rem- remembering as we were finding out yeah but it did make the action suffer and it did like it does drag on in that part especially when they go to Louisiana yeah I was gonna say I mean considering it's just a two hour movie I did feel like it really dragged on I don't mm-hmm. know maybe it's just circumstance for me but I, I did feel like it was longer than two hours and that's not good if the movie's only two hours so mm-hmm. That was kind of an issue, and then one of my, uh, the other issue I had, I had, a, I guess, a couple more. Do you have a few more? Uh, well, when do you want to get into the controversy? Um, I guess as soon as possible. Let's hear what that is. So basically, people don't like her, uh, Brie Larson, uh, because she was talking about, uh, what is that? It was, a, it was a bad movie. It was like, it wasn't like Wonderland. It was like something a wrinkle in time I think where it's like it takes me it mainly focuses on like black female girls like it focuses a wrinkle on in them. time does yeah okay even though like Chris Pine's in it but apparently it's about like them and it's about like you know it's more focused on them and in the interview she was like someone asked her or something about like and I don't quote me on this because I don't I don't know exactly what she said but she basically said, like, yeah, I don't mean, like, a white man, like, can have an opinion on this movie, like, can have an opinion on this movie, but honestly, I don't care. I'd rather hear what, like, a black woman would feel about this movie because it's about black women, you know? And okay. everyone took that to be, you know, well, you just don't like, you don't like white guys, and, like, you're so, like, sexist and, like, somehow racist and like yeah no dude i'm not kidding like everyone like so basically white supremacists are mad because white people have been obsessed with disney movies and making sure that they stay white yeah pretty much like i I remember there was a huge fury whenever star wars force awakens came out and people like white people were in an uproar about a star wars movie being led by a black guy and a woman like i'm not even kidding yeah, I remember that, too. It, it's kind of that, but it's kind of just, like, you know, she she could have put it in a better way, you know, because, I mean, but then, like, she's been interviewed since then, and she's explained it better, so, like, everyone has no reason to be upset, because what whatever she's saying, she's just saying, like, yeah, not, you know, I, I feel like the movie would, or I feel like I would value someone's opinion who is closer to the person the movie's taking place over, and, like, you know, we shouldn't have, you know, every person who has this job shouldn't be white. And it's like, I'm pretty sure we all agree with both of those things. But yet we're still just, we want to ignore it. And, like, we want to act like it's the worst thing in the world. So, basically, everyone has a problem with her and, like, thinks she's, like, you know, there, there's a bunch of just, like, YouTube videos on, like, why she's so bad. And there's a bunch of people with comments of, like, why is she, you know, why is she such, like, gets so political all the time and, like, and uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like the website, basically, they do this thing where they let people people review it, like the audience score. And like just recently, they've 
done this thing where you can't re the movie can't be reviewed by anyone until it comes out. Like it can't you can't because people were just like downvoting movies that they didn't want to like. Yeah. Before they were even out, you know, and you haven't seen the movie, so how can you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? You know, like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And basically, they did that to Captain Marvel. They deleted a bunch of fan reviews because they were like, "You haven't the movie hasn't even been out yet. You don't like this. Doesn't make any sense." And then people were like, "Oh my god! Like Disney's playing, like covering it up, paying for like better reviews oh or whatever." God. Yeah, like it's just it's so ridiculous, dude. It's so ridiculous. Oh and, Jesus, dude! I hate people. Yeah, and then, like, IGN came out with that thing, and it has, like, an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it made, like, a, like it made the most of any female-led movie ever, and it's the highest-grossing movie of the year already in one weekend. So, like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, screw you. Like, you did nothing. I so. feel like, I don't know, I feel like somewhere in there that's, like, the media trying to, like, control a narrative, or, like, somebody control the narrative, because how can that be such a big uproar, and then the movie still be the best ever it's like what because it's like it's just i mean because like I, I mean me and you watch you know youtube videos and like we're really in on these movies and things but like even us like how many comments have you ever left on youtube none you know? exactly so like the people making these there's such a small number of them that like yeah like oh i'm not gonna see this movie and you shouldn't either like it doesn't doesn't matter because you know People like your mom or, you know, even Campbell or, like, just random people aren't going to know that, like, all this supposed controversy is going on. So, like, it doesn't matter. I guess, but I don't know, still, like, I, I think that's so wild that, oh, why are they even asking her about a wrinkle in time? I, I, you know, I really wish I knew, like, the context of it, but basically... She just, like, I think, I don't even know if anyone asked her about it. I think she just made a comment on it, like, you know, I don't care what white journalists, like, men think about this movie. I would rather hear from, you know, whatever. And maybe not the best way to put it, but it's still just, like, I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, you know what she's getting at. She's explained it since then. Like, this was, that movie came out, like, I think two years ago. It came out so long ago. Like, who cares anymore? Yeah, that's why I'm. I didn't understand it at all, but um, uh, okay. I, that's. I guess uh, I would. I didn't know what you meant by the controversy. So yeah, I definitely would not have guessed that's what it was. I was thinking something else. I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't think it'd be that. So that's wild. Yeah. What else you got wrong with the movie? Or um, good with the movie? Uh. I don't know or what's wrong or I guess what's, what's to me what the movie is missing like seeing it twice I think what's missing the most is like it just it just needed like one just ridiculous oh. action scene in it it just needed like one more you know it just needed cause I mean it, it, it has a great it has a great like beginning action scene and the ending action scene is fine but the train one isn't really that good and it isn't really that it's not really even an action scene it's just sort of a chase mm -hmm. and it was hilarious to watch that grandma like do like a thousand flips and spins and everything um but what do i not have the right scene what train scene grandma spins and flips are you talking about 
right after she lands and Nick Fury gets there, like the scrolls come off like the beach or whatever, and they're shooting at her, and he she chases one on you know a subway train or whatever, and they take the form of whoever they want, and one of them takes the form of a grandma, and then they get into uh, a fight yep, because yep, she yep, recognizes yep, 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 yep. them. Okay, yeah, no, that was a good scene. Yep. Yeah, like that was interesting, but it, it was you know it wasn't really action. Like it just needed that humongous like over the top ridiculous action scene. Like it just needed that. I don't know where. Maybe in the beginning. Maybe maybe anywhere in the movie. It just it was lacking that. You know. Yeah, it really was. That, and that yeah, that was because that was part of the problem I had. Like I said earlier, just a lot of a lot of punching and click, a lot of punching and kicking. And anticlimactic action until mm. the end um, mm. is kind of yeah the issue that I had. And then because when you think other... about it, in terms of like pure action, we pretty much go from her escaping that ship where she does like a little bit of fighting. And mm. I don't I don't even know if you count that. We go from there to the very end of the movie without any action. Like there just there needed to be that one scene. Yeah, that's, that was my problem. And. <clears throat> And that's where I thought it was super slow in the middle because aside from her origin story being interesting, there was just a lot of dialogue in there that mm-hmm. was not that great. A lot of action that was not there. Like there was just, I, there definitely could have been more action. Um, even if it was more punching and kicking, I'd rather have it than no punching and kicking. Um, so that was definitely an issue. Um, a couple other things I had. Okay, so I've already covered multiple times that the middle was slow. And then... Um, man, I don't even know where to begin. So I guess one thing I had a problem with is whenever she is talking to the Supreme Intelligence towards the end of the movie yeah. and she's basically fighting back mm-hmm. and she's like kind of tied up in the Supreme Intelligence cords or whatever and those other guys are standing all around her with guns. Mm-hmm. And they see her like spazzing out and heating up instead of like shooting her, hitting her doing anything they just watch her and then die like i literally don't understand that like to me that's like a cinema sense moment like if they know that she's powerful and they see her like firing up and basically doing something that's not normal like why would they stand there and die like why would they not do anything Mm, i I thought that was dumb and then uh i thought now this this is kind of a problem early in the movie and sort of throughout but it's really prevalent at the end whenever her suit changes to the colors that it is you know the red and the yellow and the blue or whatever mm-hmm. whenever she like fires up and fi- flies into space she literally looks like a flying chicken i thought okay. the helm i thought the helmet of the, i thought the helmet of the suit was really dumb i don't get why it had to look like a a Sparta head or a chicken head or whatever that was. I don't know. She just looked like a flying chicken. I thought the helmet looked really stupid. <laughs> it's just an homage. It's an homage to the comics. Yeah. Well, it looked silly. And then, I think it looked silly sometimes. I think it looks pretty cool when they first land on that alien planet, and she's got it on briefly. Yeah, that was okay. It really just was a. It, I was like, oh, that's kind of goofy, but it's whatever. And But at the end of the movie, that final scene, I yeah. was like, okay, it looks pretty stupid. Yeah. And then other problems I had, I thought both uh, – well, obviously the second one for sure. Um, but I thought both post credit scenes were pretty pointless. Um, Whoa. You thought the first one was pointless? I thought the second one was pointless. 
I mean, what's so great about the first one? They pager at the end of Infinity Wars, and then the post credit scene is them going, what is this pager device? And then she shows up and goes, hey, where's Nick? Like, I don't know. I don't give a shit. Like, I could have... I don't know. I could have predicted that. It's not It's not anything that I didn't already know or needed to know. Like, there's a reason mm. he paged her, and there's a reason they made this movie, because she's going to come in, in, in Endgame. So, like, literally that end scene did nothing for me. Like, I literally was like, well, that was pointless. Like, maybe the second one will be better. And then, of course, the second one wasn't better. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying the post credit scene has to be great, but, like, don't put it in there. Like, I don't, I, I don't think this movie needed post credit scenes because I thought both of them were pretty pointless because, again, anybody who's watched these movies knows Captain Marvel's coming. That's the whole point. Like... So literally them having a scene going, what's this pager? Who is it signaling? What is it? What is the deal? And then she shows up. Yeah, that's the whole point of the pager is pay Nick pages her so she'll show up. Like, I don't know. I, I thought it was a very underwhelming post credit scene. Hmm. What do you think makes that post credit scene good? I just, I think it's, I mean, it's a post credit scene. I don't need to see a billion things happening or developing. I just like the fact that, like, we're gonna start in game with her being on the on the planet and they've met each other. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just wanted a better cliffhanger. I don't know. To me, if you're gonna put something, and I just got hyped to see the crew in this movie. Technically, the crew. I mean, ScarJo and War Machine and Captain America. I just I, I got hyped just seeing them and I because I didn't expect to see them, so I got excited to see them. You know, and, and it wasn't like it wasn't like Homecoming where it was like an instructional video. It was actually them. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and defend it. I mean, if you really didn't like it, like I don't, I don't think that's utter blasphemy. I mean, it's it's not like it's the best thing in the world to me, but I still thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, The other thing that trips me out too, especially after seeing Infinity Wars, like ScarJo is just a human, right? Like she has nothing really special about her aside from her training. Mm I don't know. That just trips me out that she's alive. Like, of all the people that aren't dead, like, she should definitely be dead. Like, it's completely random. What do you mean? The snap's completely random. No, not that. I meant she should just be dead in general based on all these movies. Like, somebody should have killed her by now because she's literally a human. And she's out there fighting superhumans and aliens and super species and superheroes and. No, you know. dude, that has nothing to do with this movie, but I just like how you're still going to critique it. It just, like, it trips me out that all these gods and all these superheroes and all these superhumans can be together, and then they've just got hot-ass, regular-ass ScarJo just in the mix, and they're just like, yeah, man, we really need you, Black Widow. We need you to, like, kick those people and look hot. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, I mean, at least they always make her do the less important things, like, or the less physically exhausting things like they always make her power up the hulk and then like in the first avengers she's in charge of like closing the portal she's not like fighting people for like half that fight yeah well it's because she'd be dead and then (laughs) one of them all dead a wonderful family dead dead now another problem i had and again this is just kind of a cinema sins moment but like why is this the only reason why it's justifiable to page Captain Marvel? Like, I know it doesn't fit in the timeline. They just made this movie. They're setting up Endgame. But to me, it's kind of a cinema sense moment, the fact that she wasn't paged for Avengers 1 or 2 or anything else. Like, she's never been paged until now. Like, I just... 
I don't know, at least Avengers 1. Like, why would she not be Paige for that? I mean, they didn't Avengers. Yeah, but she was the first Avenger, so why would she not be Paige? Why take a risk? Why take a risk when you have practically a god who is the first Avenger, you know, sort of, aside from Captain America, who can't fly? Um, Why would she not be Paige? Again, I know it doesn't fit in the timeline, but to me, that's a Cinema Sins moment. I guess I don't know that one. I don't know, man. Why? Why would what, what's wrong with that? Because I'm sitting there watching Thor throw his dang hammer on the ground, and this guy turn into a giant green monster, and then this guy make a suit of armor that would literally cost ten billion dollars to make, and somehow the world's economy isn't crippled on onto itself, and this guy's literally over a hundred years old, but he's still fighting everyone. And then I ask why someone didn't use a pager. I just I find myself I don't know. I find it seems a little ridiculous to me. If the fate of the world is at stake, why would you not want another great person that can no, help what out? I'm saying, what I'm saying is, like, I'm saying, like, I, it's a superhero movie. Like, of course. Like, you know, like, yeah. that, that, that is the least of the, I don't know. That, to me, is just, like, whatever. Like, okay. You didn't oh, again, again, I know it doesn't match up with their storyline, their plans, the, the way they release the movies and the way they're setting up adventures in game like i totally get it's not realistic for me to be mad about that it's just kind of weird to me that again not weird i don't know it's just a cinema sense moment the fact that she just wasn't paged like i don't know if if the fate of the world was at stake and i had her on a pager and i was told to page her for emergencies only to me avengers one is an emergency that's justifiable to be like hey can you make it down here like shit's going down you know i don't know hmm and then the Tesseract uh, fitting into the time, like basically just the whole timeline of the Tesseract. Like I, I just, um, you know, how did this chick get the Tesseract? Where does the Tesseract, or, you know, who discovered it then? Like where the hell did it, because isn't the Tesseract in Captain America, the first one? Yeah, basically Thor, like they're in charge of the Infinity Stones or whatever, and basically one of them was just put on Earth and then eventually someone found it. And then since then, it was, you know, frozen in the ocean with Captain America, and they dug it up. Who's they? The... What do you mean? Who's they? Who dug it up? It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. And then they give it to her for research because she's super qualified, and we find out later in the movie she's alien. Um, Marvel is like alien, and she, you know, she actually made an engine or whatever for the government, and then they tried to cover it up. Yeah. And then okay. she hid the Tesseract, basically. Okay. Okay. And then the Kree are trying to get it for Ronan kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did like... There's one more thing, like... Oh, there's two things, actually. Really minor. I did like in the post credit scene how, like, they're looking at the world and, like, it's tallying up everyone who died. Yeah. I did like that. Um... Like, on a continent-to-continent basis is what it looked like. Um, I did like how she actually got her powers, because I did think it was kind of weird in the beginning that they just gave one random person superpowers, and I was like, well, how did she earn that? Like, she's not even from your planet. Like, why would you give her, of all people, superpowers? Yep. So I was wondering the same thing. So I did like, I was like, okay, good. They gave it to, it, it makes sense, like, how she got them, basically. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that as well. I definitely enjoyed, like, her origin story, and I was thinking the same thing. Like, why 
why is she more powerful than the others? Like, what makes her special? And basically, she was made herself special, and they wanted to take advantage of that and control mm-hmm. it. And uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And then, so okay, the timeline, the Tesseract, we covered that. And then and again, I liked, I liked the cat. I'm not gonna say I didn't like the cat, but mm-hmm. what the hell is that cat? Like, where is it from? Like, there's really little to no explanation. I, I feel like some people who know the comics were able to explain it to me a little bit, but even then, I was still like, what? I just assumed, like, the Marvel chick, like, it was her pet on whatever planet they're from, the creator oh. from, and she just took it there with her. That makes so much more sense, because for some reason, like, my mom and I were thinking she was just, like, a, basically a reincarnation of Marvel, or Marvel like somehow made herself a cat even though she's dead, like just some kind of crazy thing like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, maybe she's just a random octopus cat. Like maybe that's just that's what's going what on. What it man. is, but yeah, no, I guess definitely some kind of alien species that Marvel just had with her. I guess that makes definitely more sense. Marvel was a Cree, right? Like she was just a Cree that kind of went against the pact. Yeah, she's a Cree like scientist, and she was. I think I can't remember if she went against the pack or she was sent there specifically to do research on the Tesseract. Okay. And then, uh, okay. Well, I think we've covered just about everything. The last thing I'll say is, whenever I saw this movie, everyone else at work saw this movie, and uh, everyone saw it basically Thursday through Sunday, or pretty much anybody that's gonna see it saw it Thursday through Sunday. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Monday morning. You know, we have the big office-wide Monday morning meeting. Like, the CEO of the company asked, you know, who saw Captain Marvel? And, like, everyone was like, oh, it's great. Like, you know, he said, oh, it's great. Like, they all just, you know, bumped chests and, like, jerked each other off over how great this nice, movie was. Nice. And I'm just sitting in my chair because I had already talked to the people close to me because they all asked me what I thought. I asked them what they thought. And so... um you know, we'd already had that conversation. And I was just like, yeah, it's good, not great. Like, it's whatever. And they were all, like, pissed about that. So as soon as he said that and they are all hyped, all of them turned around and looked at me and go, Ryan didn't like it. Ryan didn't like it. And then, like, the whole rest of the day, even through, I guess today's only Tuesday, huh? Okay, so yesterday and today, like, literally everyone's like, oh, Ryan didn't like it. Yeah, what, what, what the heck is going on? You know, blah, blah. And the whole time I have to be like, I did like it. I said it was good. I just didn't think it was as great as you guys think it is. Like, I mm-hmm. just thought it was good. And I'm like, how can you think it was good? And, like, one of my managers had the audacity to say, it's not in your top five for Marvel movies. And I was mm-hmm. like, it is in your top five? Is that what you're telling me? Because you're questioning if it's in mine. Is it in yours? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I mean, probably. And I was like, okay, so you're saying it's better than all three Avengers movies. It's better than Thor 1 and 3. It's better than Iron Man 1 and 3. It's better than Spider-Man Homecoming. It's better than Captain America 2 and 3. Is that what you're... Guardians? I didn't even mention Guardians. So there you go. Guardians 1 and 2. You're telling me it's better than all of those movies. Or it's better than most of those movies to be in the top five. And he goes, oh, I guess you're right. And it's like, exactly. That's all I'm trying to say. It's a good movie. It's not the best. I'm surprised anyone even asks you your opinion on movies anymore. Just because I feel like you're so opposite of everyone else. (laughs) Yes. Well, because, I mean, I've seen enough movies to where, like, I'm not just going to be like, oh, this movie's great. Oh, it's the best, bro. Like, no, it's not. Like, there's better movies. Like, I don't know. Um... 
One one more thing I did I just remembered I did really like for whatever reason I think it was just the combination of the song choice and the way they did it. Whenever she goes back into that dream thing and they start playing "Come As You Are" by Nirvana, that was great. Like I just I loved that scene. I loved like how she like broke out of it, and I did get like chills whenever it shows her like stand up and like each version of herself. I thought that was really cool actually. No, I did. I did like that. And you're probably right. You're bringing up some points where I'm like, okay, I should probably rewatch it and I'll probably like it better. Um, but cause that, that was all like nice touches. I did. I really did like the, as soon as come as you are came on, I was like, Oh shit, that's pretty nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was good. Uh, where would you put it on our rating scale? Before we get to that, let me ask you something. All right, so in terms of origin movies, would you say it is better than Iron Man 1? No. Thor 1? No. Captain America 1? Yep. Uh, what else we got? Black Panther? Um, it. Uh, okay, so for right now, I'm going to say I like Black Panther better mm-hmm. than Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. but I will have to see it again to confirm that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I can already name them all for you. I like Guardians one better. I like Spider-Man mm-hmm. one better. I like mm-hmm. Thor and Iron Man one better. I like possibly Black Panther better. I like Ant-Man better. Mm. I like... Doctor Strange I, better? I like Doctor Strange better. Mm. Um, and I guess that's most of them. So, yeah. I, mean, I would, really, say, right I would now, say Captain America one and Thor one are... I was gonna pick some. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I can't. I can't call Black Panther. Who does he Panther. fight in Thor one? He fights Loki in that uh, Eradicator. Loki Eradicator. Like the, it's called the Eradicator. I think it looks like uh, the thing in Suicide Squad. Uh, Incubus, the brother. Oh. Silver shoots a beam out of his face. Maybe I'll have to go back and watch Thor one then. I don't know. I, I remember liking. Uh, yeah, no. I yeah. I like Thor one better. Um, okay. But I mean, it's definitely better than Cap one, Thor two. Yeah. Um, maybe Guardians two. I really wasn't that crazy about Guardians two, to be honest. I mean, really, the thing that kept me interested in Guardians two is the fact that I like the cast so much. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. It, it definitely wasn't as good as the first one. I still think I like it. That's a that's a really close call, to be honest with you. What's a close call? Guardians 2 and Captain Marvel. Now that is a close one. Yeah, that's a close one. Just, But, I mean, again, I, I feel like I like Guardians 2 solely because of the cast. I wasn't crazy. Um, I wasn't crazy about the plot, but it was... Or even the execution of the plot either. I don't know, Just, but I guess they had to keep it within their own universe. They didn't want to... They weren't there to service the Avengers for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Now let me ask you this real, real hot button issue here. You put it over. What DC movies would you put it over? Um, probably all of them. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I like it better than Wonder Woman. Um, and I think Wonder Woman's one of the better DC movies. It's obviously better than Justice League. Better than uh, the only DC movie I would say that is competing with it is uh, Man of Steel and Aquaman. Hmm. 
And I'll probably give the nod to Captain Marvel on Aquaman just because it's shorter. I think, uh -huh. yeah. Aquaman's too long. And then Man of Steel. I is, give Man of Steel the bump. It's definitely a toss-up for me. I'd say it's a toss-up for me. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I haven't been crazy about any of the DC movies. I mean, even It's all going to change, that, dude. It's all going to change. According to reports. So? Ah. I wish I could see it with you. I really wish I could just watch you either get disappointed or actually enjoy it. Um, when does it come out? April 4th or 5th. Yeah, I guess there's no way we can see that. All right, so, so that's, what, a, that's a what's random our patent day. ranking of this movie? That's a really random day. April 4th? I'm sorry, the Thursday of April. April whatever. It doesn't matter. Just the fact that it's coming out at the beginning of April is kind of random. April 5th. Whatever. That's still random. I agree. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, where, where, where are we ranking it? Oh, man. It's tough. When you say it's tough, are you stuck between... Because I figured you'd just give it a mad decent. I thought that's where you were at. It is, but I don't want to, like... I don't know. I, I, like, I'm trying to, like... I've, I've listened to a lot of our reviews, and I'm just... Every time I give a ranking to a movie, I feel like later I'm just like, damn it, I should have definitely given, you know, this Garbaggio or this Fuego. Like, it just, Whoa. You know, well, I feel like I, to, I feel... We need to visit that. What movies have you regretted the rating you've given? Uh, Justice League and Batman vs. Superman, for sure. What did you give them? I gave them, like, Loki Garbo. I should have given them Garbaggio. Oh, that's minor. I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, you just covered it right there. There you go. You said it. And then I think I gave Skyscraper decent instead of Loki Garbo, and I regret that one. Yeah. Well, maybe you feel bad because you know I hate it so much that it makes you like it a little bit better. That might be it. I maybe just want to, like, not shit on a movie <laughs> as much as we do, but I don't know. That's what the point of the show is. It's to release. Um, <laughs> release the anger at these bad movies. Um See, on this movie, I really don't know. I'm probably going to be lame and basically give it two ratings. I'm going to give it a decent for now. I'm going to give it a decent for now mm -hmm. with the high potential to be a mad decent once I watch it a second time. Mm. You know, I think I'm going to give it... I really... What ratings are you struggling between right now? Decent and mad decent. I just... That's I where wanna... I'm at. I That's feel like it's, I feel like it's better than decent, but you know, I do have some serious problems with specifically the middle part of that movie where there is just a little too slow and it's lacking that action scene. But I really enjoy her story. I think her origin's awesome, and I think the character's cool, and I love seeing Sam Jackson. But I hate yeah. him seeing him with that damn cat. I think I think another critique here is I think that her and Sam Jackson's relationship like develops way too quickly. Like they're like on board with each other like mm -hmm. almost immediately. Mm -hmm. Like literally from the second he tries to arrest her from block, you know, messing up the blockbuster, they're mm -hmm. like, he's just like, "Yep, I believe everything you say. Let's be friends. Tell me about yourself." Like. I don't know. It, to me, it was very, very quick. And I mean, that's fine. Like, it keeps the movie going. I don't, I don't want the movie to be two hours and 20 minutes because they have to explain why Bree and Sam Jackson are buddies. But at the same time, like, considering how ridiculous the situation is, like, he is very understanding very quickly. Yeah. 
I'm gonna give it mad decent. I'm gonna give it mad decent. Ooh, I hope you regret that. I probably will, because then you'll probably <laughs> see the sequel in a few years, and I'll be like, dude, it's so much better than the last one, and I'll give it a mad decent as well. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, I could probably see that happening. But, you know, you can always just retract your previous rating on that episode. I mean, the beauty of having our own show is we can do whatever we want. But what about the fans, money? What about the fans? Bro, fuck the fans. No, whoa, whoa, we're losing I, followers left and right. Bro, hot take. Twitter's blowing up right now. Ryan said, "Fuck the fans." <laughs> Speaking of Twitter blowing up, follow us at the Decent Show. Like, comment, subscribe, and uh, check us out on YouTube. We got this podcast called The Decent Show, and uh, iTunes. iTunes, heck yeah! Forget about iTunes. Yeah, I just you know for all you Apple users out there, all you bougie people, get on that get on that podcast, Apple Podcast. We're uh, we're in that hoe. Um, I'm trying to think of a metaphor, but anyway, or a simile, but yeah, we're in that home. Nice. All right, so you think that's the show? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else. I, I covered all the notes I have, and I, if I'm forgetting any notes, maybe I'll remember them for next episode so I can just kind of do like a, hey, here's what I forgot last time again. I don't want to do that every time, uh, <laughs> but, you know, got to do what you got to do. All right, well, then, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you have a topic that maybe we should cover... That'd be hot. Throw us a comment on YouTube. Throw us a DM on Twitter or something. Yeah, slide in my DMs. Move in. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, thanks for listening. Take us home, money. Um, oh, I thought you were taking us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is episode 21 over movie 21 in the MCU, Captain Marvel. Uh, final ratings here, a decent and a bad decent. Uh, so why don't you go see the movie and give us your opinion that we don't care about. And then also, like Reagan said... <laughs> Uh, you know, give us a topic for the show. That'd be really great if we could have some some fan interaction in terms of topics or maybe if you guys have any questions. But yeah, definitely thanks for listening to the decent show. We'll see you guys next time.